0: Just a reminder that we do have our Patreon and if you could go and support us, that would be brilliant. It keeps the podcast going, pays all the bills and stuff like that. So it is really, really helpful and we love everyone who's on there. Thank you very much. Go to patreon.com forward slash HM4AS, the four being the number four. And if you could give us a couple of quid a month, that'd be brilliant. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Hello, it's Mick and Lucy from the popular tattoo based podcast, How Much for a Sleeve. And we'd like to give a few moments over to our new sponsor, DSM Tattoo Machines. Lucy, tell us a bit about them.
1: Well, Mick, DSM Tattoo Machines make exceptional coils and now a new rotary tattoo machines, not guns. You can check them out at dsmtattoo.co.uk. And don't forget, you get 10% off with discount code SLEEVE10. They also make a range of needles. You can find them at lockdownneedle.co.uk. I think they're very nice. How much
0: for sleeve? Hello, and welcome to How Much for a Sleeve podcast about tattooing hosted by an actual tattooist.
1: Lucy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and an actual knob, Michael Peter Tickler.
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say Michael Peterson. No. Doesn't
0: Don't
1: change those. your name.
0: Fuck it. How I are like you?
1: Tickler has a surname.
0: That's
1: yeah, good, isn't it? Um, I'm well. How are you?
0: I'm very well. Wearing a jumper with pumpkins on it because it's spooky season.
1: Very festive. And I've just had some... Sp- Spooky nails. I've got the Sanderson sisters off a hocus pocus on my nails and um, Mary Sanderson on my thumb, which I really enjoy.
0: How does that work? They... It's
1: like a transfer, I like a sticker basically. Uh,
0: I see. I thought you meant yeah. you'd, you'd like drawn it on with a thunder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I put my thumb up Mary Sanderson's bum, now she's on my thumb. Just thumb it in. and thumb rum rhymes. <laughs> rum. <It does. laughs> Um, I think I'm on a three day hangover. That's what's yeah, happening today. You've
0: had a night. You've had a nice time. You went to Wales and Herefordshire.
1: Yes. What'd yeah. Went to Wales for about three minutes. Um. Saw the Sex Education House, which was nice. Nearly died driving there, which is also nice. Um. Yeah. It was low. We went. My friend Tess was over. Who we had in a pod a few moons ago, and she wanted to go to Wales, so we went to Hereford. <laughs> um, which was near we were going to tell her it was Wales but then we thought like I mean she's got quite a few like a couple of followers on Instagram someone's probably going to tell her it's not Wales yeah <laughs> so we did cross over into Wales but yeah it was well we had an, an unexpected um night of alcohol and shots and basically we just we went with Costa's uh, Costa sisters who are some videographers Um Lush check them out they're beautiful and beautiful work and um it was a sunday night we'd already started doing shots in a restaurant and then we crossed the road into some country pub that was doing karaoke and where we all walked in and they all went what the fuck has happened <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then went on to the tiny club we're like the only people in there but yeah really messy and awesome and then we did go to wales the next day and saw some castles so that was fun yeah, and I'm still recovering. Apparently I'm not as young as I used to be. <laughs>
0: the thing, in it, these days. Yeah. You need a proper a sit thing. down.
1: A pro- yeah. I did, I feel like I'd needed a week off. Did Tattooing yesterday was hard, and luckily I had a day off today, so I've been able to recover a bit. It's
0: just fatigue, isn't it? You can't be tired. Like you can yeah. never, you can never I can never get enough sleep. Never
1: no, get and enough That's
0: the thing. I still don't I still like I don't get like the vomitus or the headaches that some people get but I could if we if I have a full a full sesh I uh, I'm aware I'm not talking to the microphone so no one probably heard any of that but that's fine um <laughs> yeah, if I have a full sesh then I have like like just sleep for 24 hours I and, wish uh, until I'm re- till I'm recovered it's shit yeah
1: I wish I could have done that, but instead I had to drive from Wales to Shoreditch and then from Shoreditch Ooh. to Suffolk. Yeah. i all the while very conscious that if I fall asleep at the wheel, I'm likely to kill a world famous supermodel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit of pressure there. <laughs> um, but nobody died. It was all okay. It was we all okay. Suffered. Nobody died. Yeah.
0: That's and fine. It was,
1: it was good. We get to have a little session soon, don't we? Which I'm excited about.
0: Yeah. Um lou hopper's christmas end, party end of next month you're incredibly excited about it because you have i am
1: well excited about it because i had end. such fun at the weekend i was like i wanted to, i want to dance again
0: also there'll be people there that you haven't seen for years yeah and or you're gonna get to meet joe all. black
1: i know she's coming
0: yeah and lou i've never met lou oh so it will be it'll be nice for everyone
1: Very nice for everyone. And the Costa sisters who was out with Yeah, that'd be lush. What's new? What's been going on?
0: I'm uh, I'm working a notice at work. Start a new job in a couple of weeks.
1: Which means we get a new host, guys. Bye, Meg.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm working a notice, so I've mainly been, you know, you know those (laughs) 80s t-shirts like where it has Whitney Houston and like, this in purple and pink and whitney's written in a different font and you can barely yes. read it i've been making those for obscure and humorous cricketers for my friends
1: i've seen those i've been enjoying <laughs> them
0: excuse me yeah that's mainly what i've what i've been doing this week so effectively being paid to fuck about which is nice do you
1: employers know that's what you're doing
0: no nah. <laughs> <laughs> they they think i'm organizing all of the files that i've stored uh badly on my desktop rather than on the company filing system so (laughs) that's what i'll be doing all day tomorrow and friday in a panic (laughs) making sure everything's named correctly so that'll be nice
1: and when do you start your new job
0: the first so i got a week off oh nice gonna fanny about with my brother for and his children for a bit
1: and the new babe
0: and the new babe shout out oliver Wilfred. oh big up he looks like marlon brando oh (sighs) (laughs) <sighs> <laughs> um well shoving been up to had my um leaving drinks last night but
2: how, how was
0: that because everyone's in london it was just me and one fella which was, <laughs> which was lovely but leaving drinks company i work for is like 25 people so it's usually like five drinks for 25 people which is loads of money we had four four pints and a posh kebab so i think they should give me the rest of the money so that i can Spend it on uh, cocaine and sex workers.
1: <laughs> totally fair, I would say. Well, Why don't you write to your boss with this proposition and see?
0: You don't get um. You don't get receipts from drug dealers. They Do you
1: get receipts from sex workers.
0: Uh, probably more likely. They're probably more likely to pay taxes. Uh, <laughs> drug dealers don't like. Don't like paper trail. I imagine.
1: Well, I mean, sometimes I hear the paper can come in handy
0: from what Good I've point. seen on the TV. Yeah. And all those movie films.
1: The like blow.
0: Yeah. Oh, just head back to the microphone there. I'm not doing very well with um, this today.
1: And um, um... <laughs> Scarface, Scarface, Scarface. Scarface. I was trying to think of that, so, that show on Sunday when they sing choir sing choir. I'm very tired. Songs of praise songs of praise there it is that was it was very drawn out and it's not even long Wait,
0: you got you got to the end but yeah it took to to, to, too long to to make anyone laugh but yeah. our guest this week yes
1: oh darren that was awesome yeah. she blew my mind i was i haven't actually stopped talking about um some of the things we won't give them away let me listen about her tips of the trade but some of the tips she said about how she does dot work i was like yeah went into work the next day and i was like did you know <laughs> <laughs> and i've been trying it out so yeah oh it was really she's one of those awesome people that are happy to give out tips yeah. we talk she's about not... it all the
0: time but it is yeah that, you know that she's not
1: threatened by telling somebody else some information yeah so which is that's the way really it should nice. be. Yeah definitely well so she's had her shop forever i mean like yeah 500 years since she was just a, a baby in the industry and still going strong and one of like i would say just the strongest shops i've just heard of them forever and they're still yeah here.
0: and how many people are there as well big old yeah, big old squad there yeah. as well and that always says something doesn't it you know if you've got people who have been there for yeah been there for a while it must be doing good stuff and
1: yeah definitely she's
0: um darren says that there's a a no dickheads or a no assholes rule or something and i think that sort of goes goes a long way um
1: on our last episode we had finn and joe on talking about their fundraiser yes um and i went to get tattooed by finn got a lovely little rose on my arm they i think their their target was two and a half grand um, they fucking smashed it, and they yeah. raised over eight grand, Mad. which is enough for three cold cuts. Which, you know, guys, that's incredible. And um, well done to everyone. Yeah, well done to everyone involved. So that's lovely.
0: Marvelous effort for all yeah. of the lovely causes.
1: Abigail's footsteps.
0: Abigail's footsteps. Well done.
1: Yeah. Um, do you think we should have a charity of the month? Yeah. Yeah, maybe people could send in their suggestions of charities we can push for a month and then um and then we can do try and do something nice.
0: Yes. Let's try and do something nice.
1: Yeah, it's nice to yep. be nice.
0: Yeah. Well, I felt nice letting them on and have a chat about it. And so um let's yeah. do more nice things for nice people.
1: Yeah, let's do more nice things. Bye.
0: This is episode 30 of How Much for a Sleeve with Darren Twelve.
1: This is good time, Charlie, and you're listening to How Much for a Sleeve. I am very excited to have also. Well, we are very excited. Yeah, thanks, Sorry, Mick, forgetting about forgetting about Mick. It's my podcast today, and I'm excited to have Darren Twelve on. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's so lush to chat to you like everybody that we have on the podcast is somebody that I've just fangirled over for years
0: you always try and try and embarrass everyone
2: I, I know, know but well, it's, it's true I can, I can feel my <laughs> cheeks getting hotter so <laughs> job done it's,
1: <laughs> it's, that's it like I literally just go just invite people I really like <laughs> like oh. I think I would like I mean, no you know we've not spoken before we might be a bit of a knob but I don't think so <laughs>
0: I think thing to say. Welcome, though.
2: You're welcome. Thank, thanks for coming on. No, I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Like, when you asked me, I was like, oh, shit. So it's well out of my comfort zone. But I try and like, always say yes to opportunities like this and push myself out of that zone. Oh, well, really glad that
1: you did. Really glad. <laughs> so you, I think you must have been tattooing years because you've just been on my radar for years I oh,
2: have how um, been? That, I got my apprenticeship I think in the very beginning of 2007 um shit at maths so oh. <laughs> um, must, what, my daughter's 15
1: and she was born in 2005 so 13 years or nearly 14 years
2: yeah yeah that sounds about right um yeah my studio will be 12 years old on um, in February so I very quickly wow. opened my own studio <laughs> probably shouldn't have well no I should have because it turned it was, out well yeah it's obviously done well I'm still here wow um, but I wouldn't recommend to someone after a year and a half of tattooing to just go and open their own shop because it's fucking hard work
0: <laughs> why, why did you jump in so quickly was there is it like bad didn't want to work where you did your apprentice, um, apprenticeship uh,
2: yeah pretty, pretty <laughs> much um i won't name the shop but i got my i started off in manchester i lived in manchester for about eight or nine years um i was like doing shitty jobs of like working at a blockbusters and worked Blockbuster. at alex like, palace which wasn't the shitty job actually i loved working at alex palace it's like an Blockbusters
0: is a, is a retro cut i haven't
1: that is
2: I mean, I did Yeah,
0: see, i did see something apparently the last one there's one, or one's reopened somewhere in hipster America, Portland or somewhere.
2: Oh my where god!
0: VHS is becoming popular again. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> cool. I, think I, I
2: remember like sorting them all out, and I was like n- nicking loads of them because my mum was working at a uh, an old like an old people's care home, and they still had video players. So I was just like shoving loads of them in my bag and like, because they're just chucking them in the bin. So I was like, I'll send them. To what them
0: when when the when the home. shop was shutting?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, no, like they were changing over from VHS to DVD. Oh, uh, But right, okay, yeah, yeah. That, that's how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> <in it> away. <laughs> we're all that old, don't worry. <laughs> We've all been in a blockbuster. But yeah, I've managed to get an apprenticeship finally. I think I well, not finally. I only tried three shops and I got it on my third one. <laughs> um, but they weren't the nicest of people. Probably similar story to a lot of other tattooists you know get treated like shit and it was more like psychological to be honest like there's a lot of psychological weird head games going on and I just wasn't really into it and there didn't seem to be any intent to actually teach me to tattoo whenever I tried to hover around and watch I'd be like Darren go upstairs and do the drawings for tomorrow and you know go yeah. go out in front do the reception so i They did me a favor in a way, because I was like, doing the orders, doing reception, pricing tattoos. I drew every single piece that came in that year that I was there, Um, and I was persuading people not to have the Jenny Clark off the wall, but to let me (laughs) draw something. I was like, oh, you could have that, but loads of people have got that. Or you could let me draw something totally original that no one else has got. So I got quite good at like selling my artwork while I was there even though I wasn't tattooing it um and pretty much like the ins and outs of just what running a studio was about um but I got got to the point where I'd had enough and I jumped ship I hadn't actually tattooed there I tattooed in my bedroom a little bit (laughs) I was encouraged to do so by the guy who was who was teaching me I say with quotation marks um so I'd done a few of my friends and I managed to get a a little job in a small new shop in in Manchester and that was all right but again they were they were like you have to be an all-rounder you've got to be a jack of all trades and I was like I want to do dot work I don't want to do anything else <laughs> and I was like a forced to do like it was like peak um it was peak footballer sleeve Time. Uh, so hands, hands, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, loads of those. Or clapping hands, as one customer asked me for. <laughs> like, well, them clapping hands. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and, like rose rosemary beads. Oh, God. <laughs> loads of loads of them. Um, I know the rosemary beads, I was saying that for comedy effect. <laughs> um and uh bomb clouds, you know, and yeah. yeah. It seemed like every other person, all the lads wanted like either their own name or the, the like family name down one arm and a cross on the other. And that was like the thing <laughs> in that in that part of Manchester. And I just wasn't feeling it. So I just saved all the money I could. Me and um, my partner at the time, Tom Tom Rookie, um, we sold all our shit and just fucked off to, Man- to, to Sheffield and... Um, and Opened up Tenacious, found the cheapest place we could find to rent, and um, wow. and just went for it on our own. And then wow, you really did up. it without a lot of experience, then. Oh my god. I had no experience. I was doing absolute dog shit tattoos back then, like just names <laughs> names on the wrists and just anything that would come through the doors, like kind of teaching myself. I was emailing other artists that I looked up to for for help and some of them were really nice and would help me out like um, this dude Frank from Newcastle Um he's not tattooed anymore unfortunately due to health issues but he would like scan entire books and just send them to me because like dot work reference was really hard to find back then like, mm. ge- like geometry and there was no Instagram it was still MySpace and <laughs> a bit of Facebook starting up and stuff so it's really hard to come by like easy referencing it was like either draw it yourself hand draw it yourself or or beg for it from other people basically <laughs> but yeah totally. I, had, I had a few, few really nice artists that like kept my spirits up during those times because like, I didn't find it easy I was in Manchester I was very close to going like oh, I can't I can't do this um but I just had that little thought in my head that like, I could could open my own place, could open my own place and just went for it one day. And the uh, so, best thing I ever did. It's
0: great of those oh. those people to help. We do we, we do talk about it a lot, but when people don't guard all of their information, when they give it up to yeah. people, oh, yeah. that's that's like the coolest thing you can do, I think.
2: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. I don't really... Um, go with that whole like yeah like you say keeping it all to yourself like some dragon with the yeah. treasure like
0: <laughs> you don't, and that's the thing it's like with anything it's like if you do that you'll never change either you'll be stuck in your well, way so yeah. the
2: industry will grow yeah. like in a better yeah. direction if everyone's a bit more I understand like certain little things that you might want to keep to yourself um but like when someone's like struggling to, like, oh, I don't know where to find these kind of patterns or What kind of computer program do you use to make those mandalas? And no problem sharing that kind of information with people. I get messages asking, oh, what needle did you use for that? And, you know, just just tell them. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think people think that it's going to take something away from them by giving out the information to other people. Or like maybe you're going to tell somebody and then they're going to be better than you. God forbid that could happen. I just, I guess it's oh, a bit of a shitload
2: of people who are better than me. it's like, <laughs> <laughs> people who started five years ago were like, Oh my God.
1: Like, Bastards. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. Fuck. Look, I look at some of the work that's being produced and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, you're literally well, a baby. I how are you doing? That's it? like
2: testament to like how apprenticeships have changed. Oh yeah. Because I, I don't know about what, what how your apprenticeship went or um like a lot of other people sort of my age went but like a lot of the new artists like when they've come to my shop I've had a totally different approach based on I don't want them to ever feel the way I felt so I'd always encourage them to like you know do you know to focus on the kind of artwork they want to do you know try and like you know encourage them to try different things but like never had the whole oh you are the the shop bitch and I might have made made a few cups of tea here and there but (laughs) that's about as (laughs) as drastic as it got you know. Do you have an apprentice at the moment? No no um I did have one um but she I can't really call her an apprentice anymore because she's like far surpassed that title um she used to be a customer back in the day when I first opened Tenacious she came and got her sleeve and then we did like a torso and lots of other bits um and she called Jen she called Field, Field Inc um on Instagram that anyone who wants to check her out um well, she's amazing like when I was looking we were thinking about getting a new apprentice she messaged me and I was like right don't have to interview anyone then because <laughs> totally hiring you oh <laughs> uh, I just know her artwork's great um She's an architect as well. So she's like part time tattooer, part time architect, and she brings a lot of that into her work. And like, she's just blown my mind, really, like how fast she's just picked it up and her designs are just gorgeous. What sort of style does she do? Well, she's kind of like experimenting a little bit still. um, But you can see a lot of architecture. um, So there's a lot of like sort of church windowy style
1: pieces but she'll
2: like turn them into like a wristband um and they're all like she'll use it in a mandala um and then i've seen her do like these landscape pieces like she's done one of um like with chef like sheffield landscape um you know like key buildings Mm. and stuff involved she managed to get it all like he wanted it in like a really small tattoo and she she you know when it's one of those impossible briefs (laughs) like she just nailed it got it all in and she did a she did a piece by um, she got the artist permission first. I don't know if you know the graffiti artist Flem. Yes, um, one of my like one of my favourite artists. I, I used to collect his like little comic book zines back in the day. And stuff, <laughs> like, um, so I was like proper fangirling when she did one of his pieces, and she messaged him and asked, "Okay?" He was like, "Yeah." And like the like tiniest little details she's got out like a you know tight three and just killed it so uh, good oh, like, that- I would see it myself I had to tattoo that <laughs> when did you
1: when did you start doing like exclusively dot work or do you still do anything else?
2: Uh, I don't do much else um I will occasionally branch out and do some other bits, but it took me a few years like. I did the year of apprenticing and then I did like a year and a half at that other Manchester shop where I was just had to do whatever came in, didn't have a choice. Um, And then I think it was maybe two years into owning Tenacious where I got to that point with my customers where I was like, I can pick and choose now. Um, So I was still doing a bit of like like realism and black and grey stuff and like, God, I, don't, I wouldn't want to see any of those again. because I'm sure they're not <laughs> fantastic. Um, but yeah, um, it was it was a few years before I could it's like just do the dot work. Um, and and I don't ever get bored of it. To be honest, like I could do pat- patterns forever because there's unlimited like yeah, options fair. with it. There's always a way to change it or mix it up. Um, I have been drawing more traditional stuff recently um and trying to kind of it's hard to slide it in when you've been known to do a certain style yeah so like, i've been like drawing um i've been trying to like learn how to draw snakes recently <laughs> I'm oh. a little bit obsessed with snakes um i did one on um, my new studio we've just moved our studio to a new location so i've done like this big mural so I learned how to draw snakes, so I t- could do a big giant snake on the wall. Oh, um, nice. I've been drawing loads of Barong masks. Um, don't know if you know what they are. They're like um, no. from Bali. Like they're like tri- like traditionally they're like they're like used in celebrations to like invoke spirits to come and join the party and <laughs> oh. um, like a good. Oh, there's one there actually. Like there's. Oh, oh uh, yeah that's a mask there on I your, that on your to, wall there yeah I bought that off David with Brian another tattoo artist um when he was raising money for his dog but that's another story um but yeah I've, I've got well into like drawing Barong masks and I, ca- I literally can't stop um I finally <laughs> I finally got to tattoo one on Sunday oh yeah. so, so is I'm it is it a,
1: a shock to the system when you've got to do line work
2: um not really because I used to do shitloads of it like when I first started out and I don't yeah I'm not like I'm not like uh fussed about it really it's just like it comes naturally to me with the line work I do like try and always frame my pieces and put like some line somewhere so that there's like some depth to it you know try and encourage some drop shadows if they'll go for it and Um, and that way I'm not just literally doing dots all the time I can break a mag out and do a bit of fancy shading. or I do like doing a (laughs) chunky line as well
1: I get so bored doing dot work like oh do you yeah I just like I sit there like dot 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 like oh my god I'm so bored (laughs) and my hands fucked and it's like
2: like, oh my god why did I do this (laughs) I've heard a few artists say that to me that, uh, you know, do a little bit of dot work here and there So they just get bored. Yeah. Um, But I think I find it quite, um, I feel like I sort of, not to be a total hippie, but like I'm (laughs) meditating or something while I'm doing it, like, you know, you just get in the zone and you're like, oh, shit, two hours is gone and I've not even noticed. (laughs) I do enjoy it. When you started... Like pre-iPads,
1: it must have just been so much work doing your prep. Like
2: I didn't even have a stencil machine at one of the shops in Manchester. So when I if I did ever well persuade slash bully someone into having some dot work, <laughs> um I would have to like prep the night before, draw the design, hand make the stencil, and then hope to God that it went on first time.
1: Oh um, God, yeah i remember that
2: fear be no I time to remake such. it yeah so it's like there was just i just literally had to eat sleep breathe tattooing back then but i didn't mind like i was fine with that. that's all i wanted to be doing anyway
0: <laughs> uh, i've got a, an ignorant question which i happen that happens quite often um <laughs> the reason ipads <laughs> have made that easier is because presumably there are programs that you use where you can draw something and then repeat that pattern as you oh yeah as you draw yeah. it yeah
2: definitely definitely like I've, I've found a few back in the day that um that were quite good um I used to work part-time at Divine Canvas in London with um my dot work hero Zeddlehead, and he that's where I accelerated really um he invite. I started getting tattooed there he invited me to go and do Uh, a few days a month so I'd go up for a week work in London and I was there with all these amazing dot workers and I was just like a sponge just like Mm. soaking it all up watching how they did stencils. Zed taught me a few programs on like 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 little add-ons I could do on Photoshop to like change my patterns and teach me little things and and that's when things went up a few notches for me and I was like oh it's all clicking now because I've been doing it by myself, up until that point. Um, so I owe him and divine all the people I work with at Divine Canvas a lot. Um, they helped me, um, and now there's all like you say these iPad things. Um, like I'm a tester for Geometrica app uh, that Corey Ferguson put out, um, and that obviously I'm going to say is the best one, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it genuinely is. Um, because it's a dot worker made it. Right. So yeah. you know, they've they know exactly the kind of things we want and what we want to make easy. And like, if you told me back then, oh, you're gonna have this program that's gonna do this, this, and this, I would not have believed you because <laughs> it sounds like too good to be true. Good. It
1: must have just cut your workloads in a half, like yeah. not even more than that,
2: 90
1: left 95% less work.
2: Definitely, definitely. Like, there'd be nights where I'd, like, back in, like, when I first opened Tenacious in our little shitty shed shop, I used to, like, live above it as well. Um, so I'd finish tattooing, go upstairs, and I'd, I was a bit, I had a couple of years where I was, at, like, actually insomniac, didn't really sleep, maybe would catch an hour or two, and I, I got frustrated trying to sleep. So I used to just sit and draw mandalas all night by hand you know trace of paper folding it over and yeah oh my god yeah. yeah and that's how I learned how to draw mandalas um so having these apps now where I can just go leop, 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 and then it's like poof perfect mandala it's like I can just churn them out really quick now so rather than spending you know your entire night drawing something like one piece you can like draw 10 in that time yeah so, uh, I remember like folding it,
1: trying to figure out how to fold it and draw it. And you would just fold it into like a little triangle. <laughs> and, yeah. I would, in my triangle and I'd draw, always get one
2: piece somehow and yeah. I'd like, unfold it and like, fuck. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that would never work. <laughs> fuck, if I ever did it, I was like, right, everyone's getting this one. I've never yeah. done another. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the same ones on about 50 people. <laughs> like, this was
2: a flash mandala. Yeah, been repeated. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> God, fuck that. Does um, is Divine Canvas still there? No, no, that it closed a while ago. Um, I I can't remember exactly what year it was that it closed, but I I'd, I'd left. At, um, I was finding it a bit much after a few years. Um, going back, just the travelling. Yeah. Um, and my shop was. Moving locations at that point, so it must be about five years ago when I left, because um, that was when I was moving to the Prince of Wales shop. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't cope with all the back and forth and moving the shop to a new place and setting it all up. And our old studio was just so big; like it had a, a three floors. It had an elevator in the corner wow oh my god yeah yeah like we looked out of this building like i'd been sat there i think for nearly two years and like my old business partner had driven past it a few times and seen that it was to let and just just on the off chance had a look and it was like well within our price range so we took it on but after the lease was up after five years we were like you know what i think we we, we might move just because the location wasn't quite right um, and it was just there's always something falling apart you know what I mean you just <laughs> fix something and then something else would break it's just too big to ever make it look really good yeah it would just cost too much um, so we moved to Kellam Island uh, this July which was- is like the uh, the northern quarter of, of, of Sheffield if you will or it's like the cool kids' corner. <laughs> so I'm happy to be there. It's really nice little community, my little yeah. uh, vegan cafe around the shop called Guards, and they're, all the all staff are really nice and great That's, food.
0: That does make a, a, a difference, I imagine. Like when you're like, because Lucy doesn't really have that option in Stone Market because it's just no. one, it's just one high street. But
2: there's a Greg's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to be next to like Papa John's in the old place.
0: But to be in a little an arty cool place where cool people go anyway to yeah. see you, that must be that must be nice.
2: It's really refreshing to be honest, because I've always been in um areas that weren't your typical tattoo spots. Um it was just what what we chose at the time. And then with a bit more experience, we realised, oh, we kind of want to be In a slightly friendlier spot where people aren't firing fireworks across the road at (laughs)
0: Fireworks.
2: (laughs) I'm sure that's nice.
0: (laughs) I fucking hate fireworks. I'd ban them.
2: Me too. Ban them.
0: Set for like. I don't mean council ones that they fire out the top of the the town hall or something. They're fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just, just. There's no way I should be able to go into a Tesco. And spent yeah. hundreds of pounds on explosives.
2: No, yeah.
0: <laughs> and they just there was someone just whacking them out at midnight the other day, and on a Tuesday, it's like fuck yeah. off.
2: This road that I live on is just ridiculous for it. Like it goes on for months, so I'm completely so. on board with the banning the yeah. fireworks to the general public. Yeah. And my cats fucking hate it. So same,
0: same as mine. I've got I've got three cats. Not four, a fuck.
2: beat you. Wait. <laughs>
0: but one of them absolutely like, and you can see, and he's he's a kitten, he's only six, seven months old, and his eyes go oh. massive, and his tail goes down, and he just scuttle somewhere, and I'm like, so oh. arrogant. No one gives a fuck that it's your birthday. Put your fireworks away. Don't yeah, have, yeah. Don't have a pint, you exactly, cop.
2: exactly, exactly. I couldn't agree more. Let's get a petition I... going. Yeah,
0: <laughs> tattooists against fireworks. I can't. Yeah, I'm that. down. <laughs> I'll uh, do the I'm I'll do the admin
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah to the editor actually
0: well <laughs> technically I have done one tattoo so I'm allowed that's
2: oh, yeah. true you're in I mean, you're in the club that's all it takes
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I guess it is a tattoo
0: technically I put ink into skin via a device uh, yeah. on specifically where it was supposed to go So,
1: and I it's still there what, what yeah. device tattoo... was it? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> a tattoo <laughs> machine yeah. and I was supervising <laughs> <laughs> he tattooed my leg not like a dart or something
2: across the room. <laughs> I put in a firework <laughs> a bang. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a Catherine wheel <laughs> <laughs> yep
1: I don't know if I would have been so keen to let him do it on my leg if it was that <laughs> yeah. I was on you as well
2: yeah that's it. No. Right, are you yeah. ready to go, Mick? So
0: yeah, I brought brought my own stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what did you
0: do? What was it? Oh, it's a funny story. <laughs> when we used to we used to work with someone. At least you know how we know each other. As we used to work together, and we used to work with someone who you know um, each other had <laughs> had a had a, um, had a nickname due to their um, complete grey, boring outlook on everything. Um, and that person was was called slab. So I just did a little <laughs> did a little square with some um you, Some some shoes and some legs and some arms. So
2: Oh nice.
0: That is the I slab. There. It's
2: solid, it stayed in. Don't
1: Danny did the D and it's uh <laughs> she did it with a three round liner. It looks like it's been done with like a 20 mag. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah.
0: She proper proper length into it.
1: And yeah. It's, and it's it's
0: for listeners it's on it's on or very adjacent to the shin bone oh yeah,
1: yeah right on the shin there a little bit spicy that was the treat yeah, <laughs> yeah. i, I just it's... got like a little section on the front of my shin where i just get friends to do it because i figured that's just the Aww. easiest
2: place for them to do it and me to see it know um, a nice bit of skin to tattoo as well because it's already stretched isn't it It's like yeah. not much to do with the other hand so you can just focus on yeah on the drawing bit
1: it does mean that like the most prominent tattoos on my legs have been done by my mates and look like dog shit
0: they look like they've been done by your mates as well and i've definitely, yeah. I've definitely i don't, said I don't
2: trust tattooists that don't have dodgy tattoos to be honest no that's true that is true. <laughs> but you've got some somewhere
0: I've, I've, I've definitely said this before i think about 70 percent of, of the things i say on this podcast i've already said before so um jo- join in if you know the words <laughs> the first line I did, I didn't actually put any ink in because I was so nervous. Yeah. I just went, yeah. I just went and she was like, Oh, you haven't put any ink in them. Oh sorry. Yeah.
2: Bloodline yeah. in it.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. That was that was a painful experience. I'm glad it was small.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. so it's always a bit dicey when you get a non-tattooer to talk. I've got my parents tattooing me. That's cool. Yeah, my mum came, my mum's like been dying to get some work for. well she she had been I've tattooed her since um and I drew like an ornate like leafy piece for her back um and she, she like keeps going that she wants a sleeve as well so eventually I'll get, it's quite scary tattooing mum. Cool. so I was gonna put it off for a while It's like yeah of course I'll tattoo your mum and then I've like, oh, got I'm really busy for like <laughs> five I years long, like yeah <laughs> 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 eventually she came in and had it done and then I just uh, surprised them both because my dad came as well. I said, just write your name on this bit of paper, run it through a stencil. Well, not the name, write mum and dad on a piece of paper, stenciled it, whacked it on my, uh, it's on my ankle. Yeah. Um, and then I bullied them into tattooing me. My, well, I didn't have to bully my mum. She was well up for it. It's a bit scary, actually. Right in there. I'll do it. She'd have a glass of wine at this point as well, so I was just like, fuck it <laughs> She was like, Rawr. You could tell she was, like, really enjoying it. Whereas my dad, bless him, like, I don't think he wanted to hurt me, so, but his was worse because, like, he kept doing it. And I was like, that's not going to stay in. Go over it. Oh, and, like, he'd have to, yeah, I think he had to do it, like, four times before. Oh, I was okay. like, okay, yeah, that's going to stay in um because he just wasn't going deep he didn't want to press on it and I was like you're gonna know, have to otherwise it's just not gonna work uh but he got there at the end oh
1: god if I asked my mom to tattoo me she'd probably have like she'd probably faint Really? She, yeah she'd vomit and faint and just be like <laughs> oh
2: darling don't be so ridiculous I can't possibly do that no, my mom's like my mom she's a she's not a regular mom she's a she's a cool <laughs> mom <laughs>
1: mine's a posh mom so. uh,
2: <laughs> My my family's all from Liverpool. <laughs> so, not so powerful, but super friendly. <laughs> oh, gosh, God, I
1: can't imagine tattooing, like, can't even imagine tattooing a relative,
2: They're alone think, like my mum. I've mom. tattooed quite a few of my relatives, much to my aunties and uncles' dismay. I've done a lot <laughs> of my cousins. Um, I'm not sure how well that's gone down, but... Um, I'm like, I keep joking that I'm going to collect. I've got quite a lot of cousins, so I was like, I'm going to collect you all at one point. <laughs> um, but I've, I've done it. I've done quite a few of them.
1: Oh, that's nice. That's a bit like my other half. Like he's got a huge family and has literally just tattooed everyone. Oh all go to it him. is
2: slightly more scary though she's like I am gonna definitely see this again so I can't <laughs> fuck it up yeah <laughs> but if it's a one-off and you know you're not they're not coming in again like the pressure's off isn't it <laughs> <laughs> for every wedding
1: christening and funeral you'd be like yeah Anna, I know I've did that
2: <laughs> yeah exactly yeah one of them I did actually to do a lotus and on a wedding day it was poking out she picked a dress specifically that so that it would show the tattoo off so I was like thank fuck that one turned out nice because <laughs> it's gonna be on a lot of photographs <laughs> I was having a good day that day Whew. yeah
1: <laughs> that's funny um, yeah.
2: so who, who have you got working at Tenacious now oh we got um we've got a, a nice little bunch like it, it's it's grown quite organically over the nearly 12 years we've been open so just me and Tom to begin with um Tom still works with us but he doesn't run it with me anymore because he's um it he's got a game company um mm. so he's putting games out now called Val. his company's called Valower for any gamers who want to check that out little plug for him there <laughs> uh, so he's like he he does um it part-time with with us now um, and then there's Joseph, who goes by Rorick7 um, on Instagram. And oh, he yeah. was my very first apprentice. He tricked me into giving him an apprenticeship. How did he, how how? Did he do that? <laughs> well, he was a customer to start with. He was 18 years old. Um, he'd only had like one of the tattoo before that. Came in and, you know, he just clicked with someone. And I, we were just laughing on the same level. I was like, this is a cool young man <laughs> <laughs> i like him and i bought used to bump into him at like metal gigs um i think I bumped into him at like a i think it was go either go oh no we went to Gojira together um i can't remember some metal gig bumped into him and i was like all right mate i was like what are you doing now and he's like i'm just going for a, a pint before i go home do you want to come so i went for a drink with him got on really well and then he popped in a week later or something and was like would you give me an apprenticeship and I was like well show us your drawings and like they were they were good but they needed a lot of refining um so I was like what are you up to at the minute and he was like well I'm, I'm halfway through college so I was like carry on drawing come back to me when you finish college um and I'll give you an apprenticeship um because I've not been doing tattooing that long myself so I'll probably be at a better stage to teach you at that point and then a week later he turned up at the shop and went i quit college
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I
2: was like shit <laughs> right looks like I've got an apprentice um, and now he runs the shop with me um, he's the manager um, oh, cool. and he's an amazing artist and he's my best friend um, so Aww. it all works I'm glad that he tricks me um, he, he genuinely <laughs> is my best mate um, and I couldn't do it without him so yeah oh. uh, yeah we've got joe i'll stop uh bigging him up because i don't want to get a big head and mick will get uh, jealous yeah. i don't <laughs> tell everyone it's my best mate like, uh, and then we've got we've got mark who um goes by run fast escape on instagram he does a lot of beautiful mandalas he does a lot of like nipple mandalas and um he does these ones that go round like they kind of sort of like tailored to fit body parts so they're like he doesn't want to go around the ear or mm. like framing the boobs and he does a lot of really nice hip mandalas and he's got a good eye for like finding a nice design to fit the shape of someone's body um and he does these cute like little polaroid designs you know of like sexy ladies in a in a polaroid in dot work and lots of other cool bits and bobs um he's he's great he's been with us for a while um and then we've got jen who i mentioned before fielding um we've got toby and jess um they're a couple um and they joined us quite recently um jess does like loads of really awesome anime stuff uh lots of like studio ghibli like super refined detail like it's ridiculous to be honest how much she fits into a design you know when it's like people like can get loads of detail and it doesn't look too much yeah. and you're like how have you done that because I can't do that I always like if I try and <laughs> do that I'm like yeah it's too much so crowded uh, but she seems <laughs> amazing at it um so we've got her uh, she goes by sense of the terrific um on instagram and toby's Tubby Bear, he does, um, again, like lots of gaming kind of japanese inspired stuff. Um, and he's got a very nice colour palette. He's like all turquoise and pinks. It's very like, you can recognise his stuff, you know, if you see it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a a Tubby Bear tattoo. Um, and then we've also got Harry Trent, um, also newbie to the shop. Quite well, not that new, but he's been with us for like, started just before all the lockdowns started so we didn't really get to to get into the tenacious vibe until we moved to the new place um and he like does lots of really bright colorful spooky stuff um yeah he's he does some really cool stuff um he's like just busting out loads of cool halloween designs this month um like spooky strawberries and just like the kind of kind of cute kind of spooky just like use a lot of like kind of sexy colorful designs as well like um like masculine pinups and stuff and like really cool designs um and then we've got Beth as well um Beth's um off on maternity leave at the minute um but she she does some really cool stuff she she joined us fairly recently too um but again, it was just before lockdown. So didn't really get a chance to properly settle in, but everyone's kind of, it's its good because we're all settling in at the new shop together. Um, and then we've also got Steph as well. Don't forget Steph. Steph's um, part-time at the moment. Um, Steph Newton, and she, she, I can't remember what her Instagram handle is now. It's called Steph the Human, I think. <laughs> got a couple of different ones on Instagram. Um, She's just released a game, so she's um, she she works with Tom and and makes computer games as well. So she only works part time. The big um, squad, big squad of you. Yeah, yeah. There's like I can't remember how many I listed off. I think I got. If I've missed anyone, I'm really fucking sorry. (laughs) There's a lot of you to remember. (laughs) Do you find that eleven or twelve of us or something? Wow.
1: Are you just how do you stop having to just manage people rather than Um,
2: like by selecting them carefully (laughs) (laughs) we have a no diphead policy Um, (laughs) and we've stuck to that um luckily we've not there's not been well I won't go into any mean stories we've had the odd person um that's not fitted in um but generally, pretty much everyone who's joined has has, has stayed for a very long time. Um, like, and if they've moved on, it's been really amicable. Um, never really had any like beefs or anything like that. We're just like old mates. And
0: Aww. yeah, going back to the it's vegan like- thing, no beef in our shop.
2: <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not vegan but I'm, I'm veggie and i try and always choose a, a vegan option if possible there you go and now that i'm in kellam island it's like vegan food popping up every corner you go to it's awesome
0: sounds awesome
2: <laughs> it is Mix like dangerous week. dangerous for the waistline the thing <laughs> with vegan food,
0: yeah, um i've been vegan for nearly eight years i think oh really yeah but when i first started it was like at the start of the vegan junk food boom. Oh, yeah. But now everywhere is like dirty fucking vegan fucking
2: like, we're chips and burgers and that things. fucking
0: <laughs> slutty spunk <laughs> vegan, and it's like. Oh, <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> it. And it's don't nice. Know, it's nice, chips. but having, <laughs> having having it all the time is yeah, it's bad for you.
2: Yeah. Well, we're actually right next. Have you ever heard of make no make no bones?
0: I have not, but I will check it out. Oh.
2: They're next, literally, like next door to my studio. Like when I found out that they'd, during the lockdown, moved there and then we signed for that building, I was just like, yes. Because I used to go for like food dates with my mate Kerry all the time.
0: It's a good name, that.
2: Yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, no there's, there's
0: a new, a new uh, restaurant opened. I live in Leeds. There's a restaurant over there called Meat is Dead. And every time I see that, I think, yeah, that's a good name. That,
2: that is yeah, a good name. I like it like it is what it is isn't it on the, yeah. but yeah there's like there's too many options if i'm honest um now <laughs> like before there was like papa john's or nothing or little <laughs> yeah <laughs> now we've got like the fancy cafe we've got make no bones and then there's all like there's a new one's just popped up called Donna summer and they do all like yeah
0: there's one of them in leeds that's, oh yeah yeah dangerous it's only, that place.
2: they've only just opened in sheffield and i've been like waiting like for them to open i had one today actually
0: it's amazing isn't it
2: yeah I'm like, i need though, to it? go it's huge boxes yeah. like when it comes on the like, i was just like when i ordered like chips and like a kebab box or something else when it arrived there's it like these three boxes like <laughs> the size yeah. of like bigger than my head and i was just like oh my god i'm gonna <laughs> i did eat most of it i won't lie it
0: tastes so <laughs> lovely it's mad colors as well like that colour shouldn't be on a plate and all be natural and yeah,
2: like
0: bright pinks and turquoise like your. I'm all te- I'm all for some bears. pickled cabbage. Yeah,
2: well <laughs> fit. I love pickled cabbage. Yeah, me too. And Anything pickled yeah.
1: yeah, and we went to um. There's like a local bite night at a custom bite shop, and they have this. Um, hold on, I just need to shout at my cat. No, it's okay. He's made the good choice. Um. <laughs> This bite night we went to the other day, they had this place called What the Peck, and it's like chicken burgers, which neither of you would enjoy, but I partook. And um yeah, this chicken burger, sorry, it came with pickles like buffalo sauce. And I said, Oh, can I have extra pickles? And the man was like, Yes, you can. <laughs> and then he was like, Anyone who likes pickles can have all the pickles they want. And they'd made them themselves. And it was like, instead of just like a gherkin, it was like a spring, like a, a slinky of. Of pickled
0: gherkin, it was. Oh, it was fucking so love good. Gher- I I I scran gherk straight out of the jar. Oh, fuck, me too. Don't Same. give a fuck, me. Yeah.
1: No, me it. neither.
2: Like that was like my go-to snack when I was a, a college, yeah. like kid. So I used to get back home from college, go to the ki- the kitchen and get a jar of gherkins out.
0: <laughs> fucking <laughs> I used to have. um <laughs> I, I used to eat jalapenos out of the jar as well.
2: Oh no, that's where I draw the line. Like it, it gives you. Gives you that,
0: if you do that, it gives you jalapenos. So
2: I <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't,
0: can't do that anymore at my age.
1: They do no, a tamed. No. Here he is. Little fuck, they do I a tamed, tamed jalapeno and waitrose and they're fucking lush. They're like not spicy. They're called tamed jalapenos. Uh. So they're just like um, jalapenos just- that are not hot.
0: Just get someone yeah. to suck them, suck the hot off before they put them in a jar.
1: I hope not. <laughs> I hope it's not that way, you know, COVID and all. <laughs> Good point.
0: Good point.
1: Yeah. Um, so, we have decided that we're going to ask everyone we have on the same question. Um, Mick came up with it. Elvis! I'm oh, sorry, I just You're need to go French kill my cat. cat. <laughs>
2: Elvis.
1: Have I fed him? This is what I need to think about. I think. Yeah. Hold yeah.
2: so- oh, <laughs> up doesn't really just, matter whether you've fed them or not. They're still hungry.
0: It's like, if, we, if I go in the kitchen, one of mine, Optimus, he just stands next to the oh,
2: Optimus, nice.
0: oh, full name, Optimus Feline. He just, <laughs> he just scrags the door, just stands there. And like, yeah. I, I know where it is, you dickhead. I buy it for you.
2: Yeah. They are, they're assholes, aren't they? That's yeah. what they
0: do. I wouldn't, wouldn't live without them, though. The amount of joy and especially in lockdown they were like having, oh my a,
2: god they were like having yeah, like, 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 having, little, like having little mates. Little therapy cats they?
0: <laughs> even though they're shit and they ignore me just me, even me following around following them around and asking them what the matter is was enough
1: for me but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was so sad to go back to work just because it meant i had to leave them
0: yeah.
2: oh
1: that, I do you know what so i'm not gonna much.
2: lie i did not mind the lockdown Mostly Same. because I just had a baby. and Oh
1: yeah.
2: I was like, I don't. Well, I was. I was going to go back to work after three months. Um, and I didn't really want to. I was like, financially, I have to. Um. So when they extended, I, I did go back for a couple of weeks, and then they were like, having another lockdown. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry to all the people that are like that really hated it but for me personally I was like I get an extended however many months with my baby that I wouldn't Mm. have got so that was my silver lining good point oh how how old is your baby now oh um hang on quick maths um she's a year and three just over a year and three months so entering um sort of the danger toddler the
0: danger area yeah that's the main um, stage
2: oh god yeah she's mastered that like yeah. I re- refused to, to like climb up on this desk that she loves to climb on which is like super dangerous cuz it's right by the massive tv and i was like no <laughs> can't climb on that t- that <laughs> desk cleo no 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 and she just like yeah she just grabbed this like flask of hers and just like launched it at the floor in this like proper tantrum style and then I yeah. offered her one of my chips, and she like just snatched it out of my hand. and was like, <laughs> went off and ate it really angrily. And I was like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> I'm nep- in trouble. <laughs>
0: my nephew came round on the, the weekend, and he we just put some Halloween decorations up.
2: And we oh, got yeah. this
0: big, like, ceramic bat with his mouth wide open that he put a light in. And he just walked in the room, cuffed it, just lobbed it across the floor.
2: I thought, oh, <laughs> oh, thanks, mate.
0: Pick that up and not let you back in this room again. Off you go. Then. <laughs> How old is he? He's two.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think when people tell me, like, told me that, like, it's when, you know, newborns are easy and, like, toddlers, when you need to have eyes in the back of your head, I'm starting to see what they're talking about now because she's (laughs) mastered the art of the tantrum. Yeah. Um, She's very clever as well because at first she was, like, throwing herself on the floor and then she was, like, throwing her head back and kicking her legs but she was like throwing her head back too hard and like pumping her head I've got like my I'm not going to show you the rest of my room it looks like a soft play fucking center <laughs> I've got these like foam mats all over the floor and ball pit, all the rest um but she learned very quickly that if she threw her head back fast that it hurts so now she sits down Lower the cell slowly <laughs> and then throw the legs about <laughs> like, like a very structured tantrum. So
1: that's but, how it's, it's very tantrum cute, is. though. Like, it's
2: still cute, I'm not finding it annoying yet. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do love being a mom. It's like I didn't ever think I'd do it to be honest until I met my husband and then. I, I don't know i'd always been like oh i don't think i want kids i don't think i want kids and then i met my husband and i was like i want your babies so, <laughs> <laughs> so we had one. <laughs> Oh, that's nice just wait till she's
1: 15 what <laughs> really oh, sorry i said uh, just wait till she's 15 you might want to send is that her how back. old
2: you're is that have you said yeah. you've got a daughter so, yeah yeah yeah, oh, God,
1: she's, yeah. she's 15
2: She's and and how been... how's the
1: teenage years treating you? <laughs> well, I can't remember breeding with Satan, but apparently that's what <laughs> happened.
2: <laughs> Are you having flashbacks of like how you behaved when you were a teenager?
1: My God, to be honest, because we do live in a field, like she can't go out and get pissed and smoke and stuff. Yeah. I have to say that I have to say this quite quietly because she is in the house. Um, because I mean, I obviously I never did that.
2: That's okay. no, no, you're an angel.
1: Stuff. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you stayed in, um, did your homework, didn't you, mate?
1: Just did my homework every night. Yeah. yeah. That was it. Just uh, <laughs> loved the library. Cooked dinner and cleaned up after yourself and all that stuff.
0: I yeah, I hiding, everyone. I was my bedroom. a loser when I
2: was a teenager. I literally <laughs> just stayed in. Like, my mum and dad would buy me a bottle of hooch from a hooch. I remember hooch. Yeah. fucking love yeah. hooch. My mum would buy me a bottle of hooch and I'd drink half of it on the Friday night and the other half on the Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a lightweight. <laughs> like, Bye. stay in and watch South Park. And they're like, yeah. Oh. My love Friday night saw it. Half love Friday Bar, night South Park. South Park. <laughs> uh,
1: what, was that? what was that show that would be on after it?
2: Or like, um, was it Euro Trash? Is Euro that what Trash. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I used to like lie to my babysitters and say, like oh, yeah, no, I'm allowed to watch Euro Trash. <laughs> and then <they're laughs> get in trouble for watching it. <laughs> I used to watch all
1: that stuff and then like I had a TV in my room and then one night I was watching Pride and Prejudice and there was a bit where somebody was crying <laughs> and they were just sort of hyperventilating and my mum opens the door and like what are you watching and I was like Pride <laughs> and Prejudice and she's like
2: oh <laughs> that's fine
0: <laughs> that's literally that's fine it's fine
2: yeah but when, like, is that around the time when, when Channel 5 arrived and there was like some questionable?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just going to mention we that like... there, was, there was one I remember watching called Sex cetera Don't you yeah. that. And that was, yeah. that was specifically to get teenage boys to wank. And I was in yeah. that perfect age bracket for that.
2: Made yeah. for you. Is that where you're going?
0: Just upstairs? where are you going to watch? Oh, it's probably uh, it DVDs or something. I don't know. <laughs> And the volume down, channel five on. <laughs> but enough of, of my adolescent right. masturbation. Let's get back yeah. to um we haven't talked any technique things. Is there anything you want to ask, Lucy? Oh,
1: yeah, probably, probably should now it's that I've got like this that. opportunity, to be
2: honest. What's your machine of choice? I'm I'm really weird with my machines. I want to find something I like, I'll just kind of keep buying it. Over and over again. Same. And I find it really <laughs> hard to branch out. Um, like I get anxious about it. So at the moment, I kind of exclusively use rotary works. Um, same. This big up works same as me, Yeah. When I fucking the love them. Like can't fault them. Um, like especially since they change the way they do the, you know, where they you join the clip cord um yes it's that before that I had some that I used so much that eventually like they they sprung open yeah yeah I had some and then like they've that. changed that circular thing and like that works yeah. so much better now it's like m- major improvement um but I've got two of those I've got a direct drive like, I got one of the fancy I don't know if you remember it like a year or so ago they did like a special edition where they like splash color oh. on some of them <laughs> I um, and I managed that. to nab one of those in my favourite colours, which is blue. Blue and orange. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Um, I've got a blue and orange one of those, the direct dries, and I've got a plain brass. Um, and then I've got a second-hand Dan Cuban, super old, that I bought off um, another artist in Sheffield. Um, I think his name's Billy Slate. And um, yeah, yeah, it was him. Um, and it's like a, like a series three Cuban. It's quite an old one. Um, but it's it's just badass at putting beefy lines in. Um, but I know that he's kind of on the cancelled list, isn't he? Um, yeah, I know. Unfortunately, because I do fucking so I don't know if I could like feel like I could buy one straight from him um so i'm glad i bought it secondhand (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think so i didn't didn't directly put the money into his pocket um i (laughs) actually just bought a new one the other day like i was brave and was like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna try a new machine and i got um what's it called a the no iron machines they're called um i think they're based in germany um uh this girl um Who's amazing at doing black work. I, I can't, I'm gonna butcher her name now. Um, <laughs> I wanna say Daimonte, but I know it that's not how it's pronounced. <laughs> like I'm so bad at names. So like, and uh, di- I can't do it. Di- di- it's like Daimonte, let's call her Daimonte, di Diamante <laughs> Mora. And she does like amazing black work. I'm sorry, love, if I've just butchered your name. I um, <laughs> met her once at the London Tattoo Convention. And she's an absolute angel um, and she's absolutely slaying it with her work. Um, but she recommended them. I saw them on a post of hers. So I just sent her a message and was like, struggling to find a new liner. Do you reckon these are any good for pushing big lines? Like I like to use 14 round shaders to do my big chunky lines. Um, and she was just like, yeah, yeah, I've been using them for like eight years and they still, still going. So I was like, okay sold all, is uh it a, a coil or um no it's a rotary it's called a turbo drive the one I've bought um oh. and they're all the king thing that kind of swung it for me is they've they've like customized each one so they've got like some of them have got like kimono pattern um in the in the design and like they've made all the metal I don't know what they do to the metals to make them look all cool like that but like there's like different coloured ones. I've got like a turquoisey one and it's got a sayagata pattern in it oh
1: cool um,
2: which is one of my favorite patterns to tattoo so i was like alright i'm gonna go for it i'm just gonna spend some money and was it expensive not shit. um not really um i thought when i saw them because they're so beautiful um i thought it was going to be like 500 quid but i think including like the shipping and stuff it was like 350 350,
0: 360? Oh. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not
2: sure exactly. Um, but I had like, I budgeted 400 quid for like trying to get a new machine. So I was like, great, that, that'll work. Um,
1: well, we'll I don't did know
2: if he... see. <laughs> what were you using before for your thicker lines? But the Cube And okay, but, yeah. yeah, just that. Like, I literally used the same three machines over and over again. Yeah. Um, and I know at some point it's going to, it's going to go. And I probably shouldn't admit this on a tattooing podcast, but I know shit about fixing machines. I'm not technical like that at all. That's why I like rotaries because yeah. mi- minimal upkeep, you know, give it a bit of oil every now and again, Yeah, keep it clean. And it, they usually just keep going, don't they?
1: Yeah.
2: Whereas Definitely. with coils, I've, if something goes, something breaks, I don't know what to do. And tried learning off other artists, like when I was at Divine, because no one taught me shit when I was in Manchester. Well, I taught, learned some things. There's one nice artist in Manchester that taught me some things, but <laughs> um, I tried learning some things in Divine Canvas and they were showing me how to do this. And like, you know, when someone's telling you something and then your mind just kind of goes... La, 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 yeah. La, la. And starts <laughs> thinking about something else. And it's like... Yeah. Focus on the conversation, Derek. Important <laughs> information. And like it just never stayed in. So I was just like, right, I'm just gonna stick with rotaries and <laughs> that's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> what well, um, what needle grouping do you use for your dot work? Um I tend to I mark out with a tight three always. Um and I always water my black down. Um, I never never mark out with black. I find that when you when people mark things out for dot work, it's one of those little secret tips that people don't share. I'll give you for free. Um, So I find that when people are marking things out, you do it at a different depth, slightly different depth, different strength. While you're marking it out, because you're being a bit more precise, you're thinking about it, and it's not the same as when you shade and you speed it up. And I've noticed a lot of what like in my old work and and I can tell when other people do it when I look at their healed work that you'll see that the edge dots are ever so slightly more blown Uh, than the shading and it just looks a little bit it's not sharp it's not um it's not as clean the edge when it heals it looks a little bit like an ant's been chewing at the edge of the shape do you know what mm, I mean? Yeah. Um, whereas if you water it down to mark it out, you've got this grey outline then. And when you do the shading, you're using the same kind of technique to do all those dots. So there isn't like a particular point where mm. some of the dots really stand out. I, that... Maybe that's just me, the way I mark out. Maybe I'm just a bit more heavy handed. But I, I do feel like I can see that in other people's work if they've marked out with the black ink before they've shaded.
1: Yeah. Ah, that's really useful information. I am going to take that away.
2: Yeah, go for it. Um, (laughs) I always, I know I don't tend to dot work uh, shade with with the three, though. Um, I don't like that dusty effect that it gives. And also, it takes fucking ages. So (laughs) I don't tend to do anything smaller than a seven. Oh. Um, I use nines quite a lot a nine-liner um for my dot work um for the bigger pieces I've been known to go up to an 11 oh my god up to 11 and it that's blown my mind um but I find like yeah I think if you space them out right um so I I think I got told I can't remember who told me this bit of information but they were like yeah if you use bigger needles they blow but I think it's and it all becomes all blurry but I find with my the way I work that it's the opposite like if I use smaller needles it tends to look like a dusty yeah like mist whereas if I use a bigger dot when it's healed because I'm, I'm lucky enough that a lot of my customers have been will come back and I've been tattooing them you know I've got some people I've been tattooing for 10 years um, so I get to see how that works healed. And yeah. I always find that the bigger groupings hold more for me. Oh.
1: Um,
2: but maybe I've just learned how to space out the dots so that they, age. Like I've always tried to think about how it's going to age. Yeah. As well as how it's going to look for the photograph, guys. <laughs> 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 there are some artists out there that just do it for the photograph, let's face it. Yeah oh
1: god that's so interesting this is why i asked you on <laughs>
0: to all your techniques and ideas
1: yes, yeah go i'm to gonna it. be like lucy dot work specialist lucy 13 yeah <laughs> i love it where did you get your the darren 12 aspect come from oh.
2: Oh, it's like, it's not even interesting story it's just my it actual num- name? it's just my lucky number like oh. I I didn't want to use my name my surname um, when yeah. I opened my page like I didn't want people like a load of dickheads bully me in high school for years and oh. I, was, I just don't want people who like picked on me to like f- discover me on social yeah. media so I just went with a different because Darren's quite an unusual name yeah so if, I, if i just change the my surname that'll make me a little bit less hard to find um i don't really care now this is like like a long time ago when that was still bothering me like you can come at me now i don't give a shit um, <laughs> if they did,
0: if they did <laughs> come at you now they'd, they'd probably only try and sell you Arbon products and things and call exactly. you lovely because they're like gone as well hey
2: lovely, <laughs> hey, lovely i am interested in this so. Well,
0: I'm not. <laughs> it's not a pyramid scheme. It's not a pyramid scheme, Han. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I just I, I don't know why I just like the number. Like it's always been lucky for me. Like I remember at a primary school raffle picking the number twelve because I like love the number. Um and winning and like just like Aww. other other things happening that were a bit like, you know, co- like Too much to be a coincidence. Mm. Um, And the more I found out about it, like it's the most dividable numbers, you know, 12 hours and 12 on the clock, Mm. there's like 12 months in the year, and just loads of it resonated with me. And I just like it sounds weird, but to me, it's like, do do you ever think like what certain words look or sound beautiful? Yeah. Like, you know, like there's that thing where like Celador is meant to be one of the most beautiful. Oh. two words put together I can't remember where I heard that it's probably a movie a uh, Donnie Darko or something like that I think I heard that um but to me like 12 the way it's written the word and the way the number looks I'm just drawn to it so I, that's it really just, oh, I just like it oh and in 2012 I got 12 12 tattoos oh. and, I them, and I got the last one done on the 12th of the 12th 2012 <laughs> by my <laughs> mate Tuka at Divine Canvas. <laughs> oh,
1: that's cool. That was that was a fun year. <laughs> so that is a good story.
2: Yeah. Just a fun little like I didn't really ever do the like collecting thing. Uh-huh. So when 2012 came around, I was like, "This is my year. <laughs> I'll get 12 tattoos." <laughs>
1: Um, so we have a question that I think I touched on earlier and then got distracted by pickles. We're oh, going to yeah. ask to everyone we have on, and I'll let Mick ask it to you. So
0: you are stranded on a desert
1: island.
2: <clears throat> oh, shit. Three other tattooists
0: <laughs> to be there with you. Who oh, are gosh. they and why?
2: Um, well, first one's no-brainer. Joseph, Rorick Seven, um, oh. partner in crime because... We both just laugh our asses off all day together he's like my little brother so definitely take him um did he have the name seven because it's like half 12 but a little bit better i don't know actually i think the same for me like he was just like joseph geometric originally and i think he just uh, again he wanted to be a bit more anonymous so he Mm changed it to sorry I've said his, his name loads of times I don't think he'll <laughs> mind um but um on Instagram anyway now nah, everyone knows Instagram anyway he didn't want to just have his name blasted out there on the on yeah. the page so he changed it to Rory which I think is some kind of I don't know I'm not into Viking shit I think I was it's gonna some say kind, it sounds like it's a bit Vikingy yeah. yeah it's some, something to do with Vikings um and I think again, seven is lucky number. Oh. So maybe I influenced that choice. I don't I never really thought about it, to be honest. <laughs> um Sorry, Jeff, definitely distracted. take him. Um that's a no-brainer. Um now I've got to pick. Well, see I, it's hard, isn't it? I don't it? want to maybe offend we... anyone, do you know what I mean? Like I don't want any of my mates going, why are you fucking taking me to the island? Like <laughs> And
1: um, Elliot Wells had a really good response because he said it was like somebody that he didn't like that we touched on, earlier. <laughs> we touched like, on every episode, and um, because it would be somebody to like hunt and possibly eat.
2: Oh, like in that movie, Alive, where they like, have you seen that? So like where the plane crashes and eventually yeah. they start eating. Oh each yeah, other. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah,
1: nice. so
0: that, that was that person's role in that in the team. Well,
2: yeah, I'm not going to go with that. Theory being a veggie, <laughs> um, I don't think I could bring myself to eat someone, even if I hated them. No, same. Um, I'd probably take Mark from my studio, actually, because he has openly said multiple times that he wants to live in the forest. He's pretty <laughs> handy. He's good at welding. Uh, I feel like he'd be able to build us some kind of like shack to. Living. It's also like an avid mushroom spotter, so he'd be able to like be like, "No, that one's poisonous." Okay, yeah, you can eat that one. Handy. Um, so he would be good. Um, and he he works he works with well. us. He's run fast escape. Um, and then I can't pick them all from my shop. Um, <laughs> I probably take. Um, oh, I know Holly. Um, Holly Uh, Custer Beck, God, I'm butchering everyone's names. Um, (laughs) She was a customer originally, um, and then a few years later, she became a tattoo artist. Um, She worked in Aberdeen at Sailor Max, um, and she's just one of the nicest people you'll ever meet, and she's fucking hilarious. (laughs) But she's such a sweetheart, um, and she's absolutely smashing it. She's only been tattooing a few years. Um, She worked at a pharmacy when I met her. And, like, um, I remember she let me do this big, like, she wanted a chess piece, and I've been dying to do this, like, big flower of life thing that I'd warped on Photoshop. And and she was just like, yeah, whatever you, you know, what she was just down for, like, my idea, which is always... Mm. Laugh. Yeah, it's nice when you get those customers who are like, do what you want. Yeah. Because they <laughs> always that. get your best pieces, uh, any yeah. customers who are listening out there, if you just let me do what I want. I promise you you'll get my best shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, isn't I'd take, it? yeah. I'd take them three, I think. Um yeah, I think we'd have a good laugh together. It would be a good combo. Well,
1: good if you're stuck on an island, then it's good to be able to laugh.
2: Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and have someone who's gonna like Mark's like the would be the man of the the uh, the house and sort <laughs> us out. Being feel everything. safe
1: with him around. <laughs> <laughs> um, Darren, it's just been so lush to uh, meet you and chat to you, have you on the pod. Thank you so much for oh, agreeing welcome. to come on. Yep. I Thank can't you. believe
2: it's been an hour.
1: I know isn't it mad I keep having to like try and be conscious of the time because we end up just chatting to everybody so much and then like this week and then when we record our intro we then chat to each other and then like this week's (laughs) episode is an hour and a half long because we've just spoken so much (laughs) but it's just so easy everyone is so nice and um it's definitely the best thing that like I've ever done because I've met so many awesome people through it. So thank you so much for being a part of it. Oh thank you you for inviting me. (laughs) And I'd really love to get tattooed by uh you're not that far from old Michael. So I'll try and organise to come up and get tattooed and yeah that'd be sick. We can we can go to that boner place that you were talking about earlier. (laughs)
2: Yeah, boner food. I'm down
1: (laughs) sweet oh thank you so much again it's been awesome thank you bye see you later